Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Before we get to today's episode, I want you to know that we at Time of Grace have a ton of resources to help you in your walk of faith. From our TV program, to daily devotions, to our Grace Talks video devotions, to podcasts, to our blog, to books, to other books, to still more books, uh, whatever you're looking for and however you best learn, you can stay rooted in Jesus by taking time out for God's word every day. If you're interested, just go to timeofgrace.org to sign up for our daily email. Now, on to today's episode. I want you to imagine a scenario. Somebody knows you're a Christian. They've just been watching you. They know you go to church. They've heard you talk about your faith and, and they haven't said anything. They haven't asked you about it. Maybe they've known you a long time, but then one day they come up to you and they say, hey, can I ask you something? My, um, my brother lives you know, not too far from here and and whenever I go to visit him, something strange, something strange happens. Like, uh, just lately, I walk in the house and the temperature is just cold. And then sometimes I talk to my brother and it's like, it's not even him talking. It's not his voice. It's not his mood. It's not, it's not anything. And, and it's not the type of interaction that I, I'm used to having with my brother. We, we've always gotten along really, really well. But he's just angry, and he's hostile, and it even escalated to something a little more, a little more physical. That I just, I just needed to get away, and and there have just been little, little, little signs of this, but it's been escalating. And it's more, and he said, "I don't, I don't have faith in anything. I don't know anything, but I know that you're a Christian, and I'm wondering if, if you might help me. What do you do?" If you're ever confronted with a demonic situation, hopefully you never are. And based on most of the Christians, I know that you probably never will be, but you might be. So I want to give you three tips, three things that you can do if that ever happens so that you can be ready. And tip number one, I'd like you to pray for them immediately. Pray for them immediately. And the reason I want to start there is based on 2 Kings chapter 6, where the prophet Elisha was with his, was with his assistant Gehazi, and they were completely surrounded by an army and chariots and horses, and it was overwhelming. The odds were overwhelmingly against them. They woke up in the morning, and they looked out, and Gehazi, the servant, he looked outside, and they were, just, they were surrounded. And Gehazi went to Elisha, and he, said, and he said, what should we do? What should we do? We're surrounded. The odds are against us. And do you, know what, do you know what Elisha did? He prayed. He prayed, dear Lord, open his eyes. And then immediately Gehazi looked outside and he saw something different. The enemy was still there, but so were thousands upon thousands upon thousands of angels, an angelic army that had been there the whole time. He just didn't see it before, but the reason he saw it now was because somebody took the time to pray that his eyes would be opened. Your prayers are powerful simply because you are a child of God and your Father is listening. So if you're ever in a demonic situation, you pray. You pray that the person's eyes may be opened. You pray for the angel of armies, the army of angels, to step in. 
you pray. Number two, after you have prayed, get to know the person. Get to know the family. Get to know them as well as you can. Ask them questions. Where do they grow up? Where do they come from? What are they into? What are their hobbies? What are the things they like to do? And the reason it's good to get to know them is because of what it says in Ephesians chapter 4, where it says, do not give the devil a foothold. Uh, We talked about this briefly earlier in the week, but often the way the devil or a demon can get in is because somebody let a door open. When it says, don't give the devil a foothold, I picture like a door closing and somebody puts their foot in the door and, and it keeps the door open. Um, people can do that in any number of ways, playing around with um, things that are typically associated with demonic activity, holding on to a sin that they know they shouldn't be doing, um, you know, taking, taking their faith lightly. Keep, anything keeping the door open gives Satan an opportunity, and the better you can get to know the family and the individual, maybe the more you can identify something that they should eliminate from their life or something that they should stop doing. So pray for them, get to know them, And then finally, number three, you point them to Jesus. You point them to Jesus. And the reason you point them to Jesus is because this is exactly the reason Jesus came. In 1 John chapter 3, it says, The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. It is the only reason he was sent. If you think all the way back to the Garden of Eden, when a demon in the form of a snake got his hold and two of God's children, and everything was ruined. But then God made a promise that the seed of the woman would come and crush the head of that stupid serpent and crush all of his work. And you might need to point them to Jesus again and again and again and again because demons don't give up so easily, but neither did Jesus. The reason he came was to destroy the devil's work. And every time you point somebody to Jesus, you will always see the same thing. That the demon has actually already been defeated. Already done. Victory is already theirs. And that demon actually has no legitimate grip on any one of God's children. 